Welcome to the Dear Rochester Retire Well Podcast with David Pulsini from Six Point Financial Partners. In this podcast, find your path towards a brighter financial future with David as your guide as he helps individuals, educators, and healthcare professionals explore ways they can build wealth while minimizing risk using a multifaceted, comprehensive approach to personal finance. Are you ready to take the first step towards a brighter financial tomorrow? Let's get started. In the last podcast, I mentioned the onboarding checklist that we use when we engage into a new relationship with a client. Uh, Today, I wanted to go over that list and how you can use it when you are working with a financial advisor. But first, I wanted to talk about where this and many other things that we use like this come from. So I started financial planning in 2003. And as you know, when you do something long enough, you start to see trends. It could be anything. You start to hear the same things over and over again. And again, it could be any business, not just financial planning. And you know what I'm talking about if you've been doing your career for long enough. I am not sure why it took me so long or as long as it did to systematize and to build processes, but it took too long, right? I think mostly because it took real work and it took time away from my business to think. And the truth is, like many business owners, I did not think at that time that I could afford to do that. The thought of taking a few days to build processes and systems would have never crossed my mind. If you are an entrepreneur or a new business business owner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So you may be in that grind. You're just trying to make your next client, sell that next thing, get a promotion, whatever it is. You probably aren't thinking, how do I build a system and a process that can help me actually free up my time and help me scale to where I want to be? And isn't that the interesting part? When personally, I took time off to do this, it actually made me more flexible. It gave me more freedom. And now all that we have to do is execute on the processes and systems that we have built. And once those processes and systems were in place, a lot of good things started to happen. I wasn't worried about missing details. I wasn't worried about who was doing what next. I wasn't worried about if a client or prospective client has heard from us recently. I just knew all of these things were taken care of. The clients and prospective clients can see this as well. They know it. They can not only feel that you were organized, but you can actually show them. How much can you take out of your current investments and never run out of money? When is the absolute best time to take Social Security? Are you 100% confident in your investment strategy? Are you paying too much in taxes? Why? If something were to happen to you today, what would they find? If you are doubting any of this and would like a second opinion or to review these items, along with many more, feel free to reach out to us. You can visit us at www.sixpointsfp.com or email us at info at sixpointfp.com. Back to the show. By the way, if you're in any business and you begin to think like this, you can't turn it off. And some will say ignorance is bliss, right? Because once you do this for your own business, you will start to recognize other businesses that have their systems nailed. And you'll also see the businesses that do not. You can pick a business, pick anything. An entrepreneurial minded person with a high level mindset around this can make the process in the system. They don't even need to know anything about the type of business itself. Okay. And some examples might be uh, realtors, uh, attorneys, CPA. Contractors, uh, insurance salespeople, car salespeople. It doesn't matter. I, I don't know anything about their actual business. I'm a financial advisor. 
But what I do know is that those people can all build the business so that very few or no details fall through the cracks. They can scale that business. And something that is extremely important, they can make sure that their clients or customers are aware of it. And once the customer or client is aware, guess what happens? They feel compelled to introduce you to people. Then you'll get more clients, more customers, okay? Because they know that they're going to be taken care of. And here's an example. Let's let's pick the real estate person or the sales agent, just because they were first on my list. What if you went to look at a house and before you went in, the realtor handed you a checklist that they made that shows all of the things that are already checked out. The latest inspection, heating, AC, windows, roof, septic, driveway, whatever it is at the house, you get it. If this is on a sheet before you were even looking at the house, wouldn't that be nice? And some folks do this. And that's a nice, I think that's a nice start. But then before you went to look at the house, the realtor sent you a quick video to say, hey, Dave, I'm looking forward to seeing you today at 530 at 123 Main Street, wherever. Let me know if anything has changed. Okay, you got a quick video. It's a personal touch. What if that realtor sent a separate video on what a real estate contract looks like? What to look for, what to avoid? What are the biggest mistakes that they've seen when folks sign a contract? I don't know of anybody doing that. What if they had a list of uh, 10 questions you should be asking the selling party? Or, or here are the questions that I'm going to ask the selling party on your behalf, just so that you know that these things are covered. Okay. The realtor should have an internal checklist, internal, where your information is stored, your contact info, what you were looking for, what you do for fun, maybe your dog's name, whatever it is. And last, I'll say this. What, what if the realtor handed you their typical six-step process when you walked into the house? This would show taking someone from the introduction through the service after buying the house. This could include how they get paid, what closing costs are involved, creative ways to potentially lower your taxes on the house, all sorts of stuff. When you're going to hear from me going forward, even though we've already done business, all of those things. Okay, you get it. This is not a lot of work once it's set up. It's just you need to do these things once if you're a business owner and then execute. Then it's just the process and the system. It's easy. It creates freedom. So we could do all of those things for all of the professions that I mentioned earlier, including our own. And obviously, with that said, and without turning this into a business motivational podcast, let's get into one of our processes and systems, the onboarding checklist. And as you know now, you can probably tell this is, like I said, one of many systems that we have and other good financial advisors also use. So, And it's an onboarding checklist. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a nice one-page PDF with 14 items to check off. And again, this was developed over time and from experience. So the first box on there is introduction to the team. This would be the client meeting or at least getting a biography of the service person or team that will be helping with their plan. It could also be a second or third advisor depending on the situation, right? A quick interruption. Six Point Financial Partners is taking on new clients. If you would like to take the next step in planning your future with Dave or the Six Point team, please visit them at www.sixpointfp.com to schedule a time or reach out via LinkedIn, Facebook, or simply find us on the internet by searching Six Point Financial Partners. Okay, back to the show. The second box is register for online account access. This seems simple, like a lot of things on this checklist, but we want to just make sure that every person can log into their accounts and see what they need to see. And we help them do that. We just make sure it's done. Okay. Next is best contact method for both the advisor, the team, and the client. What is the best way to reach you? Some people never want a phone call and maybe they only want an email. 
Some people never check their email and only want us to call. Maybe their home phone. So whatever that method of communication is, whatever it is, we want to know what it is and the best way to get a hold of our clients and then also them with us. So then we have a meeting schedule. Right in the checklist says meeting schedule. This takes the guessing out of the client's mind. The people that we work with will hear from us proactively once, twice or more to set up a review meeting every single year. Obviously, we're available in the meantime, but the clients know that they will have a meeting with us. It doesn't leave them guessing on, hey, am I ever going to meet with these people again? We set that up ahead of time and then we just execute on it. Next is go over communications calendar. This shows what to expect from us as far as how we will be in touch. We send the podcast every two weeks to our clients. We also send a monthly video on different topics that those things range from tax planning to beneficiary review to updating a state plan to year-end tax planning ideas and obviously a lot more. This way, as part of the process, our clients are getting something that adds value on a consistent basis. And that's an important distinction as well, now that I say that. It isn't a meaningless touch point. Each time we send something, we feel that it is relevant and timely. Okay. So I'm going to group the next three boxes together on our checklist, which are add to email list so that our clients are getting our information, subscribe to podcast and follow us on social media. Very self-explanatory. Next is set up banking information. We want to do this right away. Rather than waiting for someone to need money or need to make a quick deposit, if we don't have this ready, it may take too long to make moves that we need to. So for example, inevitably on April 14th, we always have people that want to make that last minute deposit into an IRA, okay? Or we have people that found the greatest deal of all time on a camper or a boat and they need their money ASAP. If we don't have that banking information on file, it takes much longer. So we always want to have that done up front. So it may just take a few days rather than two to three weeks, okay? We then have first statement review. We want to go over the statement with our clients to make sure that their questions are answered and they can see what they want to, okay? Next is upcoming events. Do we have any seminars, webinars, client events coming up that they should be a part of? And last, I'm going to lump these together as well. We have unclaimed funds and an asset map review. We always want to check the client's home state to see if they have some unclaimed money out there. Mostly because it's like, why not? Just put on a list, do this thing. It takes three minutes. And we have found money before for folks. It's interesting. So if you haven't done that, if you listen for the listeners, Go, go on and check your own unclaimed funds. Might, might be something interesting out there. Then we need to make sure all of the assets, accounts, key people, all of those things are on one page for our clients. So I won't get into the details of this because this is a podcast in itself, but have it, having everything on one page and easily accessible is really important. So at, at the end of our onboarding checklist, we always want to make sure we hand that off to people. So when we walk through this checklist, it may be a 30-minute meeting at most. Again, this is just part of our process and it adds tremendous confidence to the new client's thinking, right? They can clearly and easily see and think, wow, these, these people are organizing on top of it. They're doing all of these things. Good. I don't have to think about it, right? From the new client's point of view, it's just a simple checklist. But what did it take to make this? It took years of experience doing the actual work to build it and make it look nice. And then in my opinion, the most important part and piece is the execution and delivery of it. Are we actually doing it? The answer is yes. And again, this is just one of many things that a good advisory team can provide. Okay, that's just the onboarding checklist. There's checklists and processes and systems for everything. So I'll stop there with that, but don't go run and tell all your real estate friends and tell them to do those things that I talked about earlier. They probably already know what they're doing. 
but but do notice the businesses that are on top of their profession and their craft. And if you listen to that beginning part, you you will notice and you'll say, wow, these people have it together. So if you want a copy of our checklist, just reach out. You can find me on LinkedIn. Email us at info at 6.fp.com. Website is 6.fp.com. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of Six Point Financial Partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Six Point Financial Partners, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.